Welcome to the podcast that has been previously named Pause for Name of Podcast Weird and Feared Sick Man, fuck yeah, dude You na- It's still such a great name Yeah I'm so glad I know what it is Yep Hell yes Couldn't have named it better Alright, um, not that anyone needs to know um, My name's Nick your name is Zach. It is Zach. All right, and when um, since this podcast has been going on for a long time, it's been clearly established the certain order of things that we do here. Yeah, it's very clear. Today we're going to begin with um, a random angel of the day, mm-hmm. where I am going to open one of my favorite books, a dictionary dictionary of angels, including the fallen angels, by Gustav Davidson. Um, the quote on the front of the book says, Magnificently informative offers endless delight to all seekers of wisdom and pleasure. The Times of London. All right, man. Random Angel, here we go. Click, 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 click. Boom! All right, Random Angel. Well, this angel doesn't have a specific name. I, this looks like an angelic title or angelic title. Angels of the Planets. Seems like it's more than one angel. Sounds like it. Okay. It's on page 39. And the top of the page reads, dot, 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 angel of peace. Hmm. All right. There are commonly seven angels of the planets, which in occult lore include the sun and moon. The chief angel is Rahatil or Ratil or Rajatil, or sometimes J is pronounced H, so it's Rahatil. It's the same. For the name of the governing angel for each planet, his sign, the day he governs, etc. See appendix. That's the appendix of this book. In (laughs) In the first edition of Longfellow's The Golden Legend... Man, this book is sourced, and then it's triple sourced, and a million sourced. Like, what the fuck? I am excited. The angels of the seven planets are given as Raphael. Oh, Raphael is an angel, an archangel, and he's also a ninja turtle. A ninja turtle. Sun. Gabriel, also an archangel, a moon. And Nail, I'm not familiar with him, Hmm. but he, and no, and Nail. (laughs) Um, No, because somebody else is coming up next. That's Star of Love, i.e. Venus. Zobiakel, Jupiter. Michael, he is God's main dude. Mercury. Uriel, which is where Uranus derives from. So he was coming. Mars, he's also God of War. And Akil, that's Saturn. So they're all planets, basically, is the point. In later editions, Longfellow's substituted Ornophiel for Gabriel... And Orifel for an Akil, both Zobakiel and Onophil <laughs> seem to be newly coined since they show up in no other source. Well, that was a very informative choice. It told yeah. us a lot. Told us about the point is stuff. the point is based on my angel knowledge, though most of those guys are archangels. Raphael, Gabriel, Michael, Uriel. Um, those are the main guys. There's other archangels, but those are the main dudes. And I hope one day 
I randomly turned to the Archangel page to read you my favorite Archangels, but those are like the top guys. Cool. All right? That seems cool, right? Yeah. All right. So next random yeah. angel is Cardiel in ceremonial magic, an angel invoked in special rites as in the conjuration of the sword. So if you want to summon a sword, you bring that guy. Cardiel is your guy. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So um, since this podcast has already been established, we got another, um, we got a main topic, I suppose. If you want yeah, to summon uh, a sword from bring a couple of Cardio's your guy. All right. All right. So, um, the Enfield since this podcast has already been established, we got another, um, we got a main topic. From, uh, yeah. Um, from a couple episodes the ago, Murfreesboro Mud Monster. The Mud Man. Yeah. Man, that was, that, that feels like so long ago. Yep. Okay. But, uh, the Enfield Horror. During the early 1970s, something horrible stalked the town of Enfield, Illinois. Oh my god, I would never have imagined from the title of this episode what this would be. Again, we're also reading from uh, Cryptid Wiki. Thank you, Cryptid Wiki. Yeah. So, uh, although Illinois is already home to phenomena such as strange lights, phantom black panthers, and thunderbirds. Well, that's pin, pin, and pin. Yeah. We'll get back to those. Something even stranger briefly haunted the people of this town, Enfield. Okay. On April 25th, 1973. Okay. Henry McDaniel was among the first to encounter this terrible aberration, the Enfield Horror. Oh, man. All right, so I'm going to read the um, Henry McDaniel encounter. All right, let's get into it. We'll talk about it. About 9.30 at night, McDaniel and his wife had returned home. They were greeted by their two children, Lil and Henry. Okay. The kids proceeded to tell them a tale about how some thing had tried to get into the house by scratching on the door. Scary. Mm-hmm. Super scary. Shortly thereafter, Henry was alerted to a peculiar scratching hmm. around at his front door. Interesting. He expected to see a dog or a cat, but what he met instead was far stranger. Oh, my God. I am in suspense. What Henry found to his terror was a creature that had three legs on it. This is all in quotes. Jesus. He had three legs on it, a short body, two little short arms, and two pink eyes as big as flashlights. I mean, this it's, is not good. It stood four and a half feet tall and was grayish colored. Oh, my God. It was trying to get into the house. You could take it. It doesn't sound like that scary or intimidating. Oh. All right, go three on. Three legs and two arms? The thing's got... I mean, it's something... Five limbs. <sighs> Fair so- point. Sounds alien. <laughs> It does. It does. Henry, completely mortified by the sight of this horrible apparition, slammed the door and rushed to grab his twenty-two pistol and a flashlight. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Grab something bigger. He's got to see it though. Maybe that's the only. <clears> gun, maybe that's the only gun well, he the has. The flashlight's fine. Yeah. Maybe that's the only gun he has in the house because he's not a true American. Sure. Maybe he hates freedom. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. No, it sounds like he's about to defend his freedom. How fuck yeah, man. Henry proceeded to fire on the creature four times, and according to him, when I fired that first shot, I know I hit. How did that go? That's my that's my Southern Illinois do it, accent. Do it again. Just a subtle Southern let me, let accent. Let me know a little bit. When I fired that first shot, I know I hit. <laughs> good. It's close. It, no, it's good. It's great. 
The beast hissed at him. Oh my god. Most sources say that it sounded rather like a wildcat. Jesus. How many sources are there? Most. Alright. And proceeded to bound away in long leaps across the yard, eventually becoming lost to McDaniel's sight. As it made its way towards the railroad and the cover of the trees. He asserted that he had seen the thing cover 50 feet in three leaps. Stunned by the encounter, he called the police. Good idea. Upon investigation, the state troopers discovered a series of scratches in the siding of the house and footprints that were very similar to a dog's, but having six toes instead of four. Two of the tracks were four inches wide, while the print left by the third was smaller. I I mean, this thing is not normal. Many of the police force were skeptical out skeptical about what McDaniel had seen, despite having just received news of an attack on a small boy just 30 minutes earlier. The creature had ripped at the child's clothes with the claws on its arms, while the talons of the toes shredded the kid's shoes. Hmm. However, the police couldn't find any trace of the entity. So things cooled down for the moment. However, on May 6th, around 3 a.m., Henry encountered the creature again. After having been roused from his sleep by the commotion from his neighbor's dogs, once again he saw the creature loitering about near the train tracks. This went on for several minutes until the entity casually bounced away into the night. McDaniel later said, I saw something moving out on the railroad track, (laughs) and there it stood. I didn't shoot at it or nothing. It started on down the railroad track. It wasn't in a hurry or anything. Oh my god, this guy is great. Then, after word of the Enfield horror had gotten around, people began to flock to the small town in hopes of seeing the thing. They were very enthusiastic, but they were also intrusive. This prompted the local sheriff, Roy Posher Jr., to warn McDaniel about keeping his mouth closed or he would be forced to incarcerate McDaniel. Over the next few months, the crowds began to grow larger, With the larger crowds came increased alarm among the citizens of Enfield. Some among them were genuine monster hunters, while others were hunters or thrill-seekers with guns. This forced the sheriff's hand, particularly when he had to arrest five gun-toting hunters for shooting at a gray thing that ran through the woods. A gray thing? That's what it says. Oh my god, what the fuck would... Like, if that wasn't this exact creature, what what is a gray thing? What would that even be? Some dude wearing a gray jacket. (laughs) Going, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> oh man, I, I was I just got drunk and wandered in the woods. Holy fuck, get me out of here. Two of those hunters, Mike Mogul and Roger Tappy, both from Elwood, Indiana, both swore they had witnessed a gray monkey. Oh my god. Quickly move through the underbrush. Underbrush. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, wouldn't they? It was underbrush. Underbrush. Un- made numerous threats against him. Henry McDaniel, which oh it would be noted, it should be noted, had no effect whatsoever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> noted. Worth, yeah, worth making a point of. Who was convinced that there was something very strange going yeah, just on? Just trash talk. It doesn't fucking matter at all. Shortly thereafter, once the frenzy of hunters and tourists had died down, four more people saw the Enfield horror. Jesus. Now we're going on to Rick Rainbow. That's, uh, mm. This is called the Rick Rainbow Encounter. Um, got a few questions. So is that like his real name? Like Rick Rainbow? Or does he just go by that? Or does it even fucking matter? We should just know him as Rick Rainbow? 
I mean, that sounds like it could be a uh, an alias. What gives it away? The rainbow part. Yeah, might. Yeah, mm. might. All right. Well, maybe, maybe he's Native American. I don't know. Uh, that kind of well, seems like. Tell it. me about Dicky Rainbow. Old old tricky Dick Rainbow. <laughs> Right. I guess we'll find out, or we All won't. Right. It doesn't uh, matter, really. Just, uh, <clears throat> just keep it keep it going. On Sunday, May 6th, whatever year we're in. 19-something uh, long ago. 70-something, I believe. 1780 no, long 70. ago. 70 times ago. Sure. Okay. Rick Rainbow, the then director of radio station WWKI in Kokomo, Indiana, okay. was searching an area with three friends. Oh, he's got some friends. They say they saw something that was around five and a half feet in height, gray, and stooped over running through the woods near an abandoned house, which was reported was nearby McDaniel's home. The entity moved with an unnatural speed and quickly vanished from the four men's sight. However, old Tricky Dick Rainbow claimed to have recorded the creature's eerie shriek as it ran away from them on a tape recorder. Do we? How did that sound? Um, it doesn't have a link. What do you think? I would like to hear that. What would, if you couldn't, if you could try and make that come to life, what would you envision it sounding like? I mean, it's an eerie shriek, so... What would it sound like? Just give me a little taste. Just a little <laughs> taste. Uh. Just a little taste. Just something, just, just humor me for a second. How do I, how do I make an eerie sound? I don't know. Try. <laughs> <laughs> That's not eerie. No, that's, that's not eerie. I mean, I was eared out. I mean... Hashtag eared out. Yeah. This is trending on Twitter. Hashtag eared out. Yep. We're not on Twitter. Maybe we will be. Despite the investigation by world-renowned cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, I believe uh, that name sounds familiar. Uh, I believe you. I don't know what it means. I want to say that was who was mentioned in the Mud Monster Oh. About the expert that was uh, a Bigfoot. Big feet. Big feet. Expert. I could be wrong. But, you might be right. Um, if only we could know and find out. But Lauren Coleman, who is said to have heard the creature's cries, the attention that the sightings received eventually died down, and the creature hasn't been seen since. Hmm. Lauren told the press, I traveled to Enfield, interviewed the witnesses. Looked at the siding of the house. The unfailed monster had damaged. Heard some strange screeching, banshee-like sounds. Then walked away bewildered. Damn. Hmm. Quite a, quite the uh, quite the situation. Yeah, to bring it back around. Yeah. Full, the, cir- full circle. Between the years of 1941 and 42, there was a string of similar sightings in a small village of Mount Vernon. <laughs> Which is less than 40 miles from Enfield. Jesus. These encounters involved a mysterious leaping beast that terrorized terrorized the local people and is supposedly responsible for numerous animal deaths and mutilations in the region. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty scared. The locals called the creature the Mount Vernon Monster. Makes sense. Usually locals are pretty creative. They described it being vaguely baboon-like in mm. appearance and being able to leap anywhere from 20 to 40 feet in a single bound. That's a pretty big gap to actually... And that that like goes the, back to what they were saying earlier about, uh, what did you say, like jumped 50 feet? Yeah. Right uh-huh. Yeah. However, this creature is likened more to the devil monkey than the Enfield monster. Put a pin in devil monkey. Yeah. Getting back to him. But it's possible 
that uh, is in fact the same creature. So I would like to just nod and say, "Well, I believe it." Yeah, but like, mm, we'll find out. Um, top contributor. There's only one on this site. Who's that guy? Give, give, give him a shout out. Wiki. Give him a shout out. Azelf five thousand, aka Thunder Joey Eyeless. <laughs> I mean, all right, cool, Thunder Joey. Oh, he's got the same birthday I do. Well, same exact year and everything. I don't know. It doesn't say the year. Oh, right. Said the date. I don't know why that's important, but it's on here. Usually, people who have the same birthday as you are just as cool. Yeah, but thank you for uh, your. That was good. Your work on that. I feel like that one didn't. That one was more of an observation of facts and didn't build to a like a story. Like the other one, like the Mud Man, was a whole like fucking narrative. Yeah, that was a whole goddamn movie. Yeah, it was good. It was just uh, that one existed. Yeah, it was just kind of like a like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like oh, there's that. Oh, you know, that's all right, I guess. Yeah, it was good. Kind of want to investigate Enfield a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know where Enfield is. I'm not Let's familiar. Look it up. Do type it into maps and find out where Enfield is. Yeah. Let's just see. I mean, it sounds like it's south because I think uh, something made it sound south. No. The fact that it's called Enfield. My phone auto corrected to Seinfeld. Hilarious. No, dude. This is serious monster stuff. Yeah, maps is important. I'll talk because it's recording. It's fine. Yeah. All right, we got it. Yeah, podcast time. Enfield. Enfield. Oh, Where is that? That is that's that's south of Springfield. Is that wrong? It's Massachusetts. Well, okay. We're gonna have to. Oh, find Springfield Enfield, is Illinois. Springfield is also in Massachusetts. They have an Enfield too. What a bunch of posers! East Coast posers thinking they're better than Midwest men. Something I said. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Enfield, Illinois, 231 miles away. From here? Yep. Oh, my God. Keep going. Let me see a part of the state. Keep going. South of Oh, my God. Yeah, that's down there. It's like... Past St. Louis. Hold it. Past Indianapolis. Like, equal... Like... It's like four and a half hours straight south of where we're at. Equal to Louisville. Man. If we had enough time, it would be fun to go down there and ask people about it. Yeah. And they'd be uh, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, where I was camping a few weeks ago was yeah. Shawnee National Forest down here by... Uh, Shit. Yeah, so... All this... And there's Mount Vernon. There's so many things around there. All the... I oh, wish I would have done this all before I went there. Well, you'll be back. Are we going to cryptid hunt in Illinois? Yeah, we should. Because that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That should be exactly what we do. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad would ever come from that. No, probably not. Sounds fun to me. Worst thing that happens is we get mauled by raccoons or something. Right. Well, as long as... Yeah, I mean, best case scenario, you come out with raccoon hands. Yeah. (laughs) So... That's true. I don't know what... Yeah, what downside... Dig a canal, get raccoon hands. Mm -hmm. Sounds fine to me. That's science. It is. That was a shorter one, but I'm cool with it. How do you feel with that one? I'm good with it. You good with that? Yeah. All right, badass. Um, Nick, that's Zach, and we're talking about monsters in this podcast we totally have a name for. Yep. Yeah? Fuck yeah. See you next week. Um, Keep it spooky? No, we're going to keep it spooky. All right, man. Hashtag keep it spooky.
Thank <laughs> you.